0: I can see you boys aren't like the usual hooligans hanging around here. Like these two fellas, uh, Buff Code and Beaver.
1: (laughs) Back home again on Buff Code and Beaver. Adam Kurtz, Clay Cunningham back. On another episode of Buff Coat and Beaver. I think that was to O Danny Boy. That was that I think that's in the public domain too. So
2: it's a great sign when the guy who sings the parody says, I think I know what I prepared.
1: Okay. I'm underprepared. Okay, that was off the cuff. That's comedy you can't get elsewhere.
2: It sounded great. I wasn't right. As...
1: all right. <laughs> all right.
2: At it right off the bat. That's great for content.
1: Well, we're back at it. We're combative. Beavis and Butthead are at times. And uh, we've got a theme of their employment Burger World, tainted meat, no service. Clay, we're diving in today.
2: We are. Yes, we are taking a trip to uh, the world, which I know Beavis says, Welcome to the world at one point. I don't know if that was ever really a slogan. And uh, now it's just me. Now we're just meandering. So, um, yeah, there's a lot of. A lot of good Burger World episodes to choose from, but um, yeah, these are two that I think are kind of standouts, ones that I always kind of remembered even before I got super deep into the show, but um, you know what? That's enough preamble. Let's just talk Tainted Meat, our first episode of the day, aired on December 29th, 1994 as the 15th episode of season five. Written by Christopher Brown, Mike Judge, and Joe Stillman. Directed by Judge Annie Yvette Kaplan. The synopsis, Beavis's complete lack of hygiene causes the hospitalization of many Burger World customers as well as the temporary closure of the restaurant. Adam, share with the world your thoughts on tainted
1: meat. Yeah, so um, this episode really just takes us kind of through, I guess what you would say an average workday is for Beavis and ButtHead, they're taking order, uh, taking orders. But Beavis, hampered by that lack of hygiene, he's scratching at his uh, nads, if you will, with whatever means necessary. And of course, he's cooking the meat. Um, ButtHead taking orders, and um, then uh, he demands that Beavis, you know, make the food. But Beavis is really going to town on himself. Uh, So much so that he gets some on the uh, burger patties and uh, then people are actually falling in the aisles after they've consumed said food. Um, So much so that it makes the news. um, And uh, (laughs) Beavis still has this itching problem as they're watching the news, as they go back to school. Um, Then the next day, um, well, during that – Butthead suggests that maybe he should wash himself. Um, And lo and behold, that solves the problem. So uh, highlights for me in this episode, Clay, um, the grossness of it again, (laughs) the grossness, the sound of the scratching just really (laughs) stood out to me. Um, Great sound work there. And I I don't know if you can say it is great because it just grosses you out. But the, the little fleas, the, the bits falling off of his hands and the spatula, um, just disgusting. Um, I thought there were some fresh takes on some older style jokes. I, everybody makes the drive-through joke and the, you know the kids don't know what they're doing. Um, and I think the older I get, I really do realize how much children run fast food places. It's, they're run by kids. Um, and some are run really well, others aren't. But uh, back to the episode, um, I, uh, I enjoyed Butthead taking the cash to realize he just sticks the money in his pocket when he's taking orders. And he says it's a dollar or something. And then he continues, oh, no, it's two dollars. And this continues to pocket the money. Um, and this got me thinking, Clay, this is a relevant episode, too. Could COVID have started from some sort of nad scratching incident
2: you know um could it have maybe um I've, that's not any in any news story i've heard but maybe that's just you know maybe the, well, maybe we're the only people that have the courage to tell the people <laughs> the truth. i have no proof of it i have no proof of it but yes that's how it started
1: that hasn't stopped a lot of people from spouting out the misinformation so on the newscast in the episode they're like this is a this is a bacteria we've never seen before. Which, um,
2: yeah. Like the, the actual is like, we've never encountered a strain of bacteria like this in recorded science.
0: <laughs> but I,
2: to my surprise, that scene got cut out of the Mike judge collection, uh, episode, which surprised me because I thought, yeah, that's, that's funny. That, that's good stuff.
1: Absolutely. I loved, I love the nude cat Newton, the nude cast. Hey, um, no, I loved the newscast and, um, it really got me thinking about today. We're in the middle of a pandemic for when people are listening to this years down the road, studying our every move.
2: When we're about halfway through this pandemic. <laughs> <like 18 laughs> yeah. down the line, yeah. That's a nice social commentary. Um, I will say like this episode, I always remember because I wasn't into my... I was into my 20s by the time like, I really got heavy into this show, mm-hmm. but there's always just like a few select episodes I remember, and this is one of them. Absolutely. You mentioned like the sight of those, like the skin particles. from his- <laughs> I mean, Beavis is also scratching his penis with a spatula, but we get that shot of him pulling his hand out and you just see those particles dripping down onto the patties and the grill. It's just nauseating.
1: <laughs> yes, it is. It's uh, uh, it's yeah. It's like a gentle snow snowfall of disease on these burger patties, and it, it's great work uh, animation too because you get this, the the slow mo of people eating and then just keeling over the entire restaurant. Green. Say that again.
2: One guy turns green and just <laughs> and then just oh yeah, it's. It's a a repugnant scene. Um, I will say this, um, this is kind of like, the episode story-wise doesn't really have a whole lot to go. I don't think it has much to go afterwards because yeah, the restaurant closes and eventually it reopens, but then we just kind of go about watching their day as Beavis is dealing with an itchy penis and um, even though, I mean, it's not like soup. Some people might not find it captivating. And this is my, uh, man, this is guy code right here, though. I will say like um, uh, the sight. I mean, maybe the most true to life thing we see is when Butthead tells Beavis, like Butthead, Beavis is still going to town and his dad's on the couch. And he's just like, how about you think of something else? And then Beavis tries that for like two seconds. And then it's just back to like, like spawn at it. I mean, if that's not relatable, am I right, men? <laughs> oh, just, yeah. Anything, anything in that area. I'm more, I guess, susceptible, I think, to itchy assholes. But, um, <laughs> I mean, but am I wrong in saying that it's hard to push that out of your mind when it is?
1: When I had it, a back itch really earlier this evening. that It was pinpoint, and it freezes you. So I'm on board um, but I, you know what I thought of during that scene is major pain, the classic. Um, to take your mind off the pain of one injury, you uh, inflict pain in another area of your body, which I think he did with breaking fingers.
2: I broke his finger?
1: and that, yeah, that was gross. <laughs> oh, man, we should do a major pain prod, prodcast, podcast podcast
2: yeah that's
1: uh um, no we shouldn't, but um uh,
2: I remember that scene, and I remember Hillary from The Fresh Prince was in it. Otherwise, I'm not too fresh on my major pain though, so uh, I think we may, maybe in time, but I can't get into it right now, man. I'm sorry.
1: Well, did you get into the music videos in this one? There were three of them, Clayton.
2: I did well, I, I most certainly got into one, but I'll, I'll read the whole list. Um, it's uh we, we have old timer. By that dog, cracking up by revolting Cox, and if I only had a brain. By MC Nine featuring either Jesus or Jesus, I don't remember, but um, either way, uh, Adam, what's a, what are we highlighting? What are we spotlighting from these music videos?
1: Uh, the wiener theme on the first two, you know, you've got Beavis in the episode scratching himself, and then you've got the hot dog stand um, in the first video of Old Timer and then uh, revolting Cox, just the name alone i'd not heard of that band before um yeah. so uh just the the wiener theme that mike judge stuck to uh through here um uh, we got the fryer reference instead of saying fire i enjoy butthead uh, kind of being the censor of nah, easy now
0: <laughs>
2: it was, yeah that was very meta meta He's just beavis like, uh, oh, yeah <laughs> that was one of the more meta jokes in the show yeah
1: and we did find out that uh, Beavis wears a uh, hairnet on his nads in that one too. So that's what stood out to me. How about you? Um,
2: I it surprises me you to mention. I absolutely love the MC 900 video. It's um, we got a short clip about it. Basically, I almost feels like Beavis's brain just breaks here, and um, he just he has a running baseline throughout the whole video <laughs> um, just uh, we don't have the whole thing here here's here's a small clip for the folks at home
0: mm-hmm. uh-huh. <laughs> Check it out.
1: This dumbass is trying to mail himself. Suppose <laughs> I accidentally
0: got my yeah. Would I get him? Cut Beavis. I Cut it out, Beavis. Damn it, Beavis. I Cut it out. You
1: say I know uh, That'd be cool if, like, I could like mail myself. Don't be alone. Like, put a stamp on my butt, butt, butt and say, like, take me to somewhere
0: cool. <laughs> and
2: um yeah that goes on for about another minute and 15 seconds and i love there's almost like butthead almost goes through like a five step you know like, like talk about the five steps of grief or whatever there's like almost you could calculate five steps your butthead it starts out with a confusion which sort of leads to irritation which leads to violence, where he literally slaps Beavis three times, where Beavis does his standard Beavis, I'm getting slapped, squeal, and then just, boom, right back in. <laughs> and then um, he goes, uh, there's, he's flattery, as he says to Beavis, he says, remember that time you turned that jack-in-the-box into a crap-in-the-box? <laughs> how adam there are people who don't love this show how is that possible
1: (laughs) i uh i love that butthead joined in with him towards the end he just acceptance that
0: was (laughs) yes that was
2: i that's one of my all-time favorite videos and kind of to circle it back i I, i'm sure i've done this to you i think i've done this in a voice text to you but a couple years ago on the car it was with my dad. And I don't know if anybody out there knows the Oak Ridge boy song Elvira. <laughs> well, just one part of the chorus is just uh giddy up boom baom bao maw. And I found out if you do that for like three minutes straight to my dad, he will th- literally threaten to take your life.
1: <laughs> I don't blame him. I. <laughs> You have left many a message of that, uh, on, on me as well, which I think I've played for people too. Um, it's,
2: it's just, yeah, I, something, it just feels like Beavis's butt, uh, Beavis's butt, Beavis's brain broke and just that, that, that and just, yeah, the running baseline. That, that's a great one. It's, it's an all-time classic.
1: I, uh, I'm with you on this episode, Clay. I thought, uh, top to bottom videos included, it's, uh, it's a it's a solid one. I enjoyed this one thoroughly. It's one uh, that really you if you've seen it before, it instantly comes back to you as well. So uh, I'm glad we did that. Uh, did it on uh, Tainted Meat.
2: And one kind of like parting shot here, like the the unnamed manager, um, you know, you feel like if. You leave Beavis and Butthead alone in a restaurant because, well, we don't know. I mean, we don't know. I didn't see the manager in the episode, but this is kind of what you get. And then it ends uh, with them opening back up, selling burgers for 25 cents that nobody's buying. And Beavis and Butthead are there the first night.
1: <laughs> Which, uh, yeah, they, uh, there's new restrictions in place that they uh, can't read. But, yeah. Uh, probably yeah. imposing on their freedoms.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's I, I, I like where you're going with this, man.
1: Keep politics out of Beavis and Butthead, you say.
2: It, it's hard to. I mean, this is <laughs> uh, this basically turned into, I don't know, what's a political podcast? Chapo Trap House?
1: Hanny, Hannity and Combs, is that one? Yeah, hell
2: yeah. That, that's, that's the kind of audience we want to draw in. Yes.
1: All right, well, we've got to take a timeout, and we'll be back with... Oh, man, my notes are always wrong. No service.
2: Yes. No
0: service. After the break.
1: We're back from break. Hello. Oh, back from break. Buff code in Beaver. It's... Burger World connections this week. We just got done with Tainted Meat and now we're headed to No Service. You mind if I jump right in, Clay?
2: I would, I would love it.
1: No Service was season six, episode 14, directed by Mike Judge and Yvette Kaplan, written by Christopher Brown, Mike Judge. And a short synopsis on this one Beavis has called into Burger World on a busy day. Clay. Take it away.
2: Well, we got, we just came right off me talking about what I thought was a classic video sequence. And now we get to jump right into what I think is a classic. The opening scene of this episode is brilliantly done. I can't, we can't really do it full justice. We will play the clip. We can't do full justice without the video but uh, I, this is a scene I've always loved. And, you know, we'll, we'll share what we can and then we'll, we'll dissect afterwards. But this is the audio of the, open, the brilliant opening scene of No Service.
1: Uh, what? This is
0: your boss
1: at Burger World. We're having an extremely busy lunch. I need one of you to come down to Burger World right now. Uh, I'm like... Busy watching TV.
0: <laughs> well,
1: then let me talk to uh, the other one. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> hi, this is Beavis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll be right in, sir. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You can always, like, count on me, sir. Uh, Yeah. uh, (laughs) Hey, Beavis. That was that manager dude from Burger World? He says you have to go to work right now.
0: (sighs) No way! That sucks! (laughs) It
1: sucks! (laughs) Hey, how come you don't have to go to work? Uh. Cuz I'm, like, busy watching TV. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. This sucks! (laughs)
2: well first off i mean it starts off great i absolutely loved that uh the manager when butthead says he's busy asked for the other one (laughs) He just can't even be bothered to mention his name and the thing that we don't get to see there is when butthead switches to his beavis voice like when it starts it's in a close-up of him and then when he gets halfway through the impression it cuts to a two-shot, and it's, it's the standard couch gag. They're standing like a foot apart, and Beavis is completely oblivious that <laughs> Butthead is right next to him, ruining his day and not paying attention at all. Um, and then we get, I think, the nice, the cherry on top is with Butthead doing the impression, but then before he even hangs up the phone, switches from his <laughs> Beavis laugh, to his own laugh, to clearly indicate, to give away the fact that he's the one on the phone. That is just an exquisitely executed comedy sequence.
1: I, I loved it as well. Butthead doing an impression of Beavis was fantastic. Um,
2: he has the common sense to know how to like do the impression, but not enough to not know to not do his own laugh before he hangs up. The- <laughs>
1: Uh, I just love the way he answers. Uh, what? <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. That's 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 one of my favorite scenes. And then um, I love when when Beavis gets to the restaurant. We kind of get sort of like a sight. Of, it's 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 so weird to see them apart. It really is. Um, and you yes, do, it is. You get that sequence of a, a customer ordering pie, to which Beavis says, "You said pie." That's funny, right? <laughs> that almost feels like partially. That feels like a writer's almost like a writer's room debate. Like, do we have to acknowledge everything that might be innuendo? <laughs> like we talked about how they missed hard on last week, this week <laughs> with pie, but it almost feels like you know uh, Beavis almost having to ask permission because generally he would have to rely on Butthead to confirm that that's funny. <laughs> that's <laughs> so, what I took away from it. You said pie.
1: So who shows up in the line, though? He's taking orders, and then lo and behold, it's Butthead.
2: A rather ball- uh well, I-, I think if you're being generous, you would say a ballsy move by Butthead, but in reality, it's just kind of stupid. That he just kind of shows up on a day when – I mean, he-, he basically blew off work. And um, even weirder that, you know, even as a joke, like he asks to see the manager when Beavis can't deliver
1: on his – order of nachos or pizza. <laughs> then, um, was there product p- placement there? Because uh, when he asked, when Butthead asked for pizza, Beavis says pizza, pizza, which instantly brings me to Little Caesars. Oh, um, maybe. I, doub- I highly doubt it, but maybe that's just good branding by Little Caesars, or I was just hungry.
2: If you don't hear someone say taking a pep, it doesn't register with Little
1: Caesars.
2: <laughs> um, and this one, I think, kind of has... <clears throat> A similar kind of thing as the, as the first episode we discussed. It's a really great opening. And then the ending's not necessarily bad, but if you look at it like from a story structure, there's, there's not a whole lot going on. It basically just ends with Butthead. Well, he gets thrown out of the restaurant for taking up time. So, so he of course walks to the drive-through and th- discovers that, oh, if he kicks it, it makes a, a weird feedback sound which Beavis gets upset. Butthead doesn't recognize it's Beavis right away, <laughs> but eventually gets him to come out um, and kick it with him, which Beavis does and thinks is cool. But at the same time, it never occurs to him to take off the headset. So every time he kicks it, you just hear that feedback. And kind of a weird point, too, where the manager didn't know Beavis's name on the phone. But as soon as he picks up the headset, when they've abandoned their post, he
1: hears the tree, and he's, he immediately is like, "Beavis, is that you?" Yeah. So um, he he knows it's Beavis. Is that a what you call it moment? Is that a who's who's their face moment? He just in the earlier, you know, is that derogatory? Is calling someone uh, what the other one or what's what's their name is that derogatory?
2: I would say like in a lot of worker boss instances it would be i might give this guy a slide first of all we don't know his name which is
1: so (laughs) weird it is a he's a well-drawn character he's very recognizable yeah um yeah it is weird that he doesn't have a name
2: i kind of almost feel like everything here is supposed to be told exactly exclusively through beavis and butthead's eyes so maybe they don't know his name sure i'm gonna give him a pass also because these guys Clearly, make his life a living hell. So,
1: I um, I took away from this one. I think Beefus would, in quotation marks, excel without Butthead. Though I think Butthead, um, I think Butthead holds Beefus back from following directions better.
2: Yeah, there's there are a lot of episodes that uh kind of hint at that. That I think that are kind of plotted out for future episodes of, of this show but yeah most certainly that is something to explore like
1: he's all- taking orders he's taking orders and he's he's doing his job and then butthead comes and ruins that by trying to I, I it honestly uh to get too anecdotal again clay used to work at a gas station called uh casey's not a sponsor of the show yeah casey's general store and um our town that we grew up in was so small in our summers, instead of like bettering ourselves, taking internships places or like working towards the future, we just hang out while you were working at Casey's, which reminded me of this episode.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, um, yeah, this, I gotta say, this almost reflects worse on you, man. Cause I was, yeah, Yeah, uh,
1: you you were, I was, I wasn't making anything. At least you were, you were uh, making what minimum wage.
2: Uh, roughly. Yeah. Um, but you know what? We worked through it and now we have this podcast that is literally listened to by tens of people.
1: Yes. And I'd say a couple hundred more under our belt and we've got tens of dollars.
2: You can't see me, but I'm making the, the, the money, the money man's zell sign, but, um, let's go music videos, Adam. Yes. Uh, this time around we got half man, half mole by Chris Knox Scatman, ski ba bo bop du by <laughs> Scatman John, and uh, Malibu by Chick. I don't know if you had this problem. I couldn't find the Chick video.
1: I'm not kidding you. I think it was uploaded today. Is that right? I looked. It had seven views and was uploaded today. I saw it. So,
2: it. Well, uh, well what, what was your takeaway? Don't
1: ever call me unprepared again. That's all I have to say, first of all. Um, I, the, the videos, um, the Chris Knox half man, half mole is a claymation video, um, which, uh, they referenced the Davy and Goliath cartoon from the sixties, which, uh, they had a debate of whether claymation is a cartoon or not. Um, but the, the, the Davy and Goliath, um, cartoon was a uh, christian based i think it was actually commissioned by evangelicals um what makes it funny this their reference to it is butthead swears that he saw uh, goliath lick his nads once and didn't know if he pooped or not or if it was just a piece of clay yeah. <laughs> left on the set um so them watching that on sunday mornings uh funny um Scatman John though, um, Beavis goes nuts. That's an iconic song. I think most people have heard it. If you don't recognize it, maybe we'll we'll pop in a, a quick second.
0: But, 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 but I'm a scat man. Yeah, yes, but, I'll still pop I, in the clip. I, Is that okay?
2: Saying the words, but yes, I I certainly know that song. And it sucks, by the way.
1: Oh well, hold hold your horses here. Uh, I'll I'll go down Malibu chick. It wasn't there was nothing. Um, it, it, there was nothing uh, notable except that uh, Malibu was wearing a Patrick Ewing jersey, um, and Butthead is always very quick to make fun of Beavis. And then uh, again, bringing it back to us because I'm very self-centered. Um, I even though I'm in the uh, Beaver category of the show, the Beavis. I think I my defense mechanism is to make fun of you quickly.
2: Oh, well, absolutely! I've uh, oh,
1: I've, that's a quirk of of mine. But back to Scatman John. Okay, I uh, this is my once per episode deep dive. Scatman John, you should check out his Wikipedia page. He sold seven million copies between uh, two singles and an album, uh, so seven times platinum for Scatman John across the world. Um,
2: sweet gig, man!
1: For two songs. Rest in peace, Scatman John. By the way, died at 57 of uh, lung cancer, but he was a had a severe stuttered. He's actually in the National Stuttering Association Hall of Fame for his outstanding service to the stuttering community. Believe it or not. Um,
2: I was premature with my criticism, even though I, I stand by the song not being very good. But uh.
1: but it was in Basketball, which I know is in a movie you enjoy. I just think it's a very recognizable, unforgettable song. And uh, he died almost, uh, what would it be, 21 years ago on uh, December 3rd, 1990, uh, 1999 at the age of 57. And his ashes were scattered. At sea. Uh,
2: I, I think I get it. I, <laughs> I, 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 that's a, it, it's a layered joke. That's a, yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty good. Um, yeah. Uh, the, the one thing I will notice, uh, <laughs> I, I'm distracted by your victory dance, but um, the one thing that, that stood out to me in that video was a uh, B or butthead knew what scat was. They knew what, that scat was poop because he did a report on feces And, um, you know, it's certainly believable that Butthead would do that, but that kind of feels like he's horning in on Beavis's territory, no? Uh,
1: Yeah, I will. We learned a couple episodes ago that Beavis was a feces expert.
2: Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yes, he certainly was. Um, But uh, I've got – I I feel like this deserves a little bit of miscellaneous stuff, like with Burger World. I'm sure we'll we'll take further – visits there in future episodes, but there's some weird stuff like with uh with Burger World. First off, I know there's no episode where we see them get hired. So it's fun to imagine what a what a Beavis what a job <laughs> looks like. Um we never see anybody else working with them either, which is particularly odd because one of these episodes They literally got called in because they were so busy. So like, was the, the unnamed manager literally just doing everything by himself? Um, it's, uh, yeah, there's, but I, I actually, uh, I, we kind of talked about, you know, how by keeping them around, uh, the, the, the manager kind of gets what he deserves with all the havoc. They have. And I'm actually going to float my own theory here, Adam. And I did, I looked this up and through 15 seconds of internet research, I didn't see anybody else say this. So if I'm stealing anybody else's idea, I'm sorry. I didn't know this. I think I'm going to say a reason they don't get fired. My theory, they don't get paid. Okay. And um, I I have, well, I'll start with this just last week um, in murder Site. We talked, I mean, we, we pointed out that <clears throat> the reason that Butthead uh, allowed to let Beavis out of jail was because to file charges, he'd have to fill out a form and he didn't want to fill out a form. We've had jobs. We, we obviously, anybody's had a job. No, you got to fill out a form to get onto the payroll. And uh, I don't think they would do, they would want to do that. I mean, if they told them that this should just be kind of a nuisance, then yeah, don't even bother with it. And then there's also the matter of they have literally no concept of how money works. Like there's episodes, they're literally blown away when somebody gives them a dollar. My favorite episode, Mr. Anderson's Balls, the whole plot of that was them, quote, getting rich, selling golf balls, one dollar at a time. <laughs> Even in um, Tainted Meat, yeah, you referenced it. Uh, when he's when he's taking that guy's order, he's like, it's like a dollar. Uh, I mean, like two dollars. <laughs> yes, cool. Even a minimum wage fast food job, you would get like well over a hundred dollars. Or I mean, may, I mean maybe maybe not in the nineties, but you'd at least get like the fifty to seventy five dollar range every check. So I mean, that would absolutely blow their mind. Um,
1: I so- like that theory.
2: Yeah, I mean it's, every theory's got some holes. I mean they got to have their nacho money; they got to get it somewhere. But um, I, I think this is a solid theory. I really do.
1: And I believe Milton from Office Space stopped getting paid. Um, another Mike Judge movie.
2: All the pieces fit.
1: So it's it's a, it could be a recurring theme with Mike Judge of, you know, workers who kind of we don't know what they do, sit around and don't get paid interesting yeah. clay wow
2: thank you i that's that's i i, I feel like i brought my a game with that one i,
1: I love it all right so which go ahead i was i think we were gonna say the
2: same thing best episode time adam what's the pick
1: i'm going for nostalgia for myself i remember tainted meat it's gross um it's funny I like that episode simply because I remembered it so well. And the imagery really doesn't leave your brain once you see it. So for lasting and a lasting impression, my uh, meter tilts toward tainted meat.
2: I really don't know how to answer this one. Um, I almost want to pick no service just because of how much I love that opening sequence. And if I was just watching the episodes without the music video commentary, I might lean that way. But with the music videos, we also get the NC-900, which is attached to Tainted Meat. And so I feel like the full picture, and that's what we talk about, I almost feel like you have to go with Tainted Meat. So I will say that, but even that feels unfair because I didn't see all the videos in no service. So...
1: My answer, do your homework.
2: My, my answer is tainted meat, but uh, no service, I think, has a reasonable right to protest. Unlike a certain former president of the United States. Oh, my goodness gracious. This is <laughs> so very political. When did John Stewart join
0: the podcast? This is incisive commentary.
1: Keep politics out of entertainment.
0: Oh, um, yeah. <laughs>
1: How can people get a hold of us to tell us that they're mad that we said
2: <laughs> well, broad um, ideas? They, they can reach us on Facebook at Buffcoat and beaver pod or by email at Buffcoat and beaver at gmail.com. And to, you know, build on me bragging about how smart I am. I'm going to give a special sa- shout out to my friend, uh, Brianna Sanchez for recently becoming the 69th Facebook like of the buff coat and beaver pod.
1: <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah. I uh, texted you when it happened.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and I literally was planning this beforehand. So thanks, Brianna. And check, if you live in El Paso, check out her photography. She's a very good photojournalist. So shout out to someone who's actually doing something noteworthy in the world. But um,
1: thank, thank you. You. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, cool. I got it. All right. Uh, next week, what are we looking at episode-wise? Oh, I got it right in front of me, Clay. Next week, we are looking at Ooh, we take a negative turn. The awful first episodes, uh, that Mike judge admits were bad door to door in blood drive.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah, that's, every show has got to start somewhere and, uh, they, they did not start off strong, but, uh, yeah, that's, that's going to be probably our, well, most certainly, that's going to be the most negative episode we ever do. But, um, yeah, I, I think there's things to talk about, but, uh, yeah, going back and researching, it hasn't been all that much fun, to be honest with you.
1: Or has it? That's no. a teaser for next week. too
0: late. All right, see you next week. boom, boom, Giddy up, boom, pop, boom, pop, Giddy up, bone, pop, bone, pop, a mow, mow. Giddy up, bone, pop, bone, pop, a mow, mow. Giddy up, bone, pop, a bone, pop, a mow, mow. Giddy up, bone, pop, a bone, pop, a mow, mow. Giddy up, bone, pop, a bone, pop, a mow, mow. Giddy up, bone, pop, a bone, pop, a mow, mow. Giddy up, bone, bone, pop, mow, mow. a bone, pop, Papa a papa mow, giddy a bone, pup a home, a mow, giddy a bone, pup 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 a mow, giddy a bone, mow, Giddy a bone pop a home pop a mow, mow. Giddy a bone pop a home pop a mow, mow. Giddy a bone pop a home pop a mow, mow. Giddy a bone pop a home pop a mow, mow. Giddy a bone pop a pop a mow, mow. Giddy a bone pop a pop a mow, mow. Giddy up, bone pop, bone pop, a mow mow. Hi, old oh, silver, away. Hey,